This hour of Spears and Ali on ESPN Tucson is brought to you by Tucson Federal Credit Union and the Volpe team at Nova Home Loans. Now back to Spears and Ali on 1490 AM, 94.9 HD Channel 4, ESPN Tucson. Hour number two of Spears and Ali presented by Tucson Federal Credit Union and the Volpe team at Nova Home Loans. So uh, for the first uh, couple minutes of hour number two, I'm going to be here by myself because uh, some of all these Coligard or excuse me, Conquistador friends came and uh, swooped them up and decided, hey, we're going to go to the bar. We're going to get some birthday shots in. So Ollie Farhang, he's celebrating his birthday today. And of course, his birthday is on the day where we are doing our first of two live broadcasts from the Coligard classic out here at omni tucson national so ollie's getting uh shall i say lubricated for the next two hours of spears and ali i'll be holding down the the, the first few minutes of the the second hour but no man don't do disparage have... me what are you doing <laughs> i hear you in the background i'm trying to get some vendors in here i'm trying i'm still i'm working two different jobs at the same time i know I juggling know. water while i'm riding a unicycle making our community a better place and all i hear is all this disparaging comments all right, hold on. I gotta go take care of these guys. I'll be right back. Okay. Right. I, thought, <laughs> I thought it was because the truck came in. Yeah, take your name there, out of take your name out of my mouth. Well, Don't make me slap you. <laughs> what the heck just happened? Yeah, Andrew, you'll believe this. Our listeners will actually uh, will actually get a good laugh at this. Ollie Farhang comes over, puts on the the headset, says, "How dare you say these disparaging things about me?" And then as soon as we both turn and look over our shoulder. We see a food truck pull in, and Ollie says, "Hey, hold on, I gotta go take care of something real quick." And just puts it down. He's gotta go chase the <laughs> the food truck like it's the ice cream truck. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Ollie Ollie's enjoying himself on this birthday. No, all all seriousness though, uh, Ollie while he is celebrating himself today as he should because the man does so much for our community, for the city of Tucson. Uh, we are indebted and so lucky to have a person like Ollie Farhang in our community. Uh, really, I mean, I, I always jokingly call him the Bruce Wayne of Tucson, but when you think about Bruce Wayne's impact on the city of Gotham, that's the level of impact Ollie has on the old Pueblo. So I'm very thankful that he's in our corner, very thankful that I get to call him a radio partner, and uh, very excited about the future of Spears and Ali because starting on Monday, we're going to the mornings. We're moving to the morning, 7 to 9 a.m. This is our second-to-last afternoon broadcast. Because starting on Monday, man, we are going to be in the mornings. We will be the drive-time morning show uh, for Tucsonans. Whatever they want to talk about or whatever they want to hear about, really, whether it's Arizona, Phoenix Suns, Cardinals, the latest with what's going on in the NBA, the NFL, college football, college basketball, we're going to talk about it all weekday mornings from 7 to 9 a.m. And, of course, we're going to do – our best to book some amazing guests. I'm hearing rumblings that Tommy Lloyd might be joining our show on Monday. Hey, fingers crossed. Let's see if uh, we can make that happen. I I think it will happen, but we'll see. And uh, it's going to be a great transition. And I know that a lot of our listeners are, you know, maybe a little bit upset because, you know, they had this routine long before I even got here, right? Because before I was here, you had guys like Zach Clark, like Jody Ayler. They were hosting – the drive time morning afternoon show and of course i understand that i got to live by uh you know a, a certain standard right and 
I like to think that I lived up to that standard or at least tried to live up to that standard, and we did such a great job of doing our own afternoon show for the last couple of years. But, you know, some things changed. I got a you know a, a new role at the Arizona Daily Star, or at least my duties are going to be changing up a little bit. And, you know, I'm going to be tackling, no pun intended, the football beat writing role at the Arizona Daily Star. And with spring football coming up, there's going to be a lot of afternoon practices, a lot of days and times where I'm not going to be available in the morning. And when I presented ESPN Tucson, my challenges coming up here in the spring and also the summertime leading up to fall camp, and I, I told them, hey, I get it if you guys want to keep this afternoon thing going and you guys want to let me go. I totally understand. And our higher-ups, from Debbie to Larry, they were so kind and they were just so flexible. And they and they wanted to keep Spears and Ali a part of the Arizona Lotus family and keep us a part of ESPN Tucson. So I'm, I'm very thankful for our bosses. You know, they were so kind and, and willing to work with us. And with... With that being said, uh, they said, yeah, we'll, we'll give you guys the, the the morning show. And so Ollie and I, we were like, okay, well, this is this is it right here. We're, we're going to make that transition to the mornings, and we're going to go from 3 to 6 in the afternoons from 7 to 9 a.m. And like I said, the, the people who have tuned in long before I was even on here, uh, we're very appreciative of those, from Fat Mike to Mark to Stu, to Lance, to T-Money, to everyone. You guys who have all called in, uh, to Robert, uh, everyone. You guys have all been a part of our family. We're very thankful for you. And we're hopeful that you guys get to follow us to the morning and still get to enjoy the same laughter and the same entertainment and the same sports information as you were if you were driving around in the afternoons. But if you don't, if you're not a, necessarily a morning person you, and you can't catch our show live, you know, starting Monday at 7 o'clock in the morning, you can always go to the Spears and Dolly podcast. If you have an iPhone, you can go to Apple Podcasts and search up Spears and Dolly. Um, if you have an Android, you can download Spotify because obviously you can't get Apple on there. Uh, you can also get Spotify on your iPhone as well. There are a lot of podcasting platforms out there, and you can search Spears and Dolly, and you can get the afternoon show, right? Nothing's going to change regarding our format. It's just the times. So you can listen to us before 3 o'clock by going to the Spears and Ali podcast. Anytime you want, really. Let me ask you, so I redid my contract when we moved to the morning, and it says I have to be on air at least three days a week, 7-ish. So you're cool with that? Because 7-ish can mean like 720 701 Okay. Sure. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. Why not? 7-ish. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be good for uh, – it's good getting up early in the morning and – Driving 40 minutes from east side of Tucson to the studio. Yeah. I, I, I am. Can you can you see the excitement on my face? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be a, a transition for all of us. It's going um, to be great, man. And uh, it's going to really expand our the market. Valdez. And uh, I think um, we are going to definitely bring the juice in the morning to get people energized and excited further day yeah. and uh if you listen to our show the one thing that we we promised ourselves and we made it our ethos was 
if we're not having a good time, why would anybody want to listen to us? So what we can promise you is we're going to have a good time. We're going to try to be entertaining. We're going to laugh a lot. So hopefully it'll get your morning started in the right way. Will there be a lot of laughter in the first hour? I feel like there's going to be more laughter from 8 to 9 as opposed to 7 to 8, in my earnest opinion. No, I think we're going to be ready to go because uh, the caffeine will be intravenously plugged into our veins. And uh, I think uh, I think we'll have we'll have plenty of juice no doubt. Going, into, going into 701. All right, Ollie. Uh, we're here, by the way, at Omni Tucson National Golf Resort. Yeah. Gearing up for the Kologard Classic, which starts tomorrow here at Omni. And... Uh, of course, the, I hate to tell you, it's already started. This is the second day of the pro am. Well, the pro am is going on today. We had the am We had the Special Olympics event, which was awesome. So there's been a full week of stuff going on. Tomorrow is when the Champions Tour gets started. I think the first tee time is 10 a.m. We have somebody with us who actually has information that's both prudent and correct. So we might want to ask him. We got Jeff Hill joining us. Uh, yeah, Jeff. Jeff, you are uh, Conquistador's executive director. Is this uh, how many years is this for you? This is year number one. Year uno for you. How do you tell, talk to us? Give us a rundown. No, I've, I was with the PGA Tour for about seven years prior to this, so I speak the language. But we're so excited. It kicks off the first uh, or the month of colon cancer awareness. So Friday's again first round of competition, and Color Guard by Exact Science is our title sponsor. Has got. Over 200 survivors coming out that they put up in hospitality, and they treat them to a good event. Uh, we're kicking off, like Ali said, at 1010 tomorrow morning. Uh, we have flyovers with F-16s coming. We have a Saturday night concert. There's so much, so many activities throughout the entire weekend that you can bring the whole family out to, so we're really excited about it. Now, Jeff, you uh, just recently moved to Tucson, but you, were, you lived in Tucson before you came back. So tell us a little bit about your history and what you did prior to joining the Conquistadors as their executive director. Absolutely, yeah. I'm a University of Arizona grad. Um, bear down. Yeah, bear down, no he, doubt. He won't say it because he's Rupert the Reporter. He's got a <laughs> I'm a journalist. Journalistic integrity. Sorry, I, I, I digress. Go ahead. Yeah, I was with, again, I was with the PGA Tour for about seven years. Uh, I left the tour back in 2020, right before COVID hit. And uh, I went over to Formula One, NASCAR, MotoGP. So I went in the motorsport world, which was super cool. Um, but I got a call from the uh, Conquistadors just about a few months ago, and they let me join their team, and, uh, and I'm so grateful and so humbled by them that the mission that they stand for on a daily basis on providing uh, assets and, and some money to the youth sports in Arizona is just fantastic. How do they approach you about, I mean, of course, you have to be a conquistador to be an executive director, I'm assuming, right? No, I'm actually not a conquistador. I'm no. just their executive director. Wow. Uh, they, yeah, they have an exclusive membership with about 235, is it, I believe? Yeah, yeah. You know, how we approached him is because uh, Jeff has got such qualifications and, and made such a no-brainer, great fit for the organization and our community. We came on, uh, came to him with a bowed head and on knees with a little prayer sign, like, please, Jeff, join us as executive <laughs> director. And uh, he's been great since he's he's been great and uh, hit the ground running. But you got to feel like you're kind of drinking out of a fire hose right now, dude. A hundred percent. I mean, you, you were planning it for it to snow in Tucson today, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we got all golfers out on the golf course. They had a good time. They're drinking. They're having fun. They're pl- interacting with our players. So it's you couldn't be you can ask for anything better. It's funny. I was actually uh, talking to uh, Steve Stricker earlier today. Oh, name dropper. And he said, well, it was a, it was a press conference. Yeah. I wouldn't say I was having like a one-on-one with yeah. him. It was a press conference. Yeah. And he said uh, the only, I think like two or three times that I've had to deal with snow delay playing on PGA Tour and the Champions Tour, it happened in Tucson. 
Yeah. It happened at Omni today, and then I think it was 2008. Accenture. At match play. play. Yeah. And he's like, I I promise you guys it's not me. I'm not bringing (laughs) snow here. But um, what do you you make of the field? Guys like Steve Stricker, Bernard Langer, big names. legends of the game. I mean, Bernard Langer, he just won the Chubb Classic and and, uh, solidified his 45th win. I mean, that is – Pretty pretty impressive. You got Steve Stricker, Jim Furyk, local univer- University of Arizona boy. Yeah. Um, I mean, Colin Montgomery's out here. There's major champions. I mean, you can go on and on about this field. It's some of the best golfers in the world. Mm-hmm. And some of these guys are still competing on on the PGA Tour. How does it feel to work with a tournament chairman of the stature of a guy like JV Nyman? I mean, to be able to work hand in hand with JV. Does, do you feel like you've basically hit checked all the boxes on your bucket list now? I, I mean, it's every dream that's ever come true. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, obviously, JV is right here, folks. And uh, you know what? He's like, yeah, all true, all true. Uh, I bring, I make dreams come true. JV, I make dreams come true. Nyman, that's that's what we call him. <laughs> and by the way, when you have a good time here with the weather being beautiful on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all the things that are going on. It's guys like J.V. Nyman. It's guys like Jeff Hill that make it happen. So if you see him on the course, just give him a shake of a hand and say thank you for making our community a better place. Or a hug. J.V. might want a hug. <laughs> uh, so, Jeff, I'm curious from your perspective, though. Kologar uh, Classic now has been going on for shoot, how many years? Uh, the Conquistadors Word. are 60 years old. So the, the Champions Tour itself, yeah. I think, is uh, like seven, eight years, something like that. So how could you... Describe, I guess, the evolution of this tournament from the first year up until now, especially with the the cause, right, raising money for right. colorectal cancer awareness. Yeah, I mean, I, I go back to your surroundings, right? If you surround yourself with good people and, and successful people, you're going to create success, and that's what, exactly what this organization has done. And so back, to, I mean, back to 1966, I believe, was the first tournament we've had in Tucson, and we've hosted an Omni for 39 years. Yeah. And so it's it's been pretty awesome watching these guys work and network and grow grow the dollars in the community give back to the community and integrate different partners i mean color guard by exact sciences i mean it's colorectal cancer awareness and how, how do you how do you feel how do you feel that's partner that partnership can mm-hmm. you can leverage to grow in in golf right mm-hmm. and they are touching so many people they're saving lives uh, they're getting their product out there and it, it's honestly it's a it's a really good symmetry has there been anything so far, and I know we haven't actually started a tournament yet, that has surprised you, like you were not expecting, other than snow? My absolute favorite thing out here is the cactus with the helmet on top of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, there's some cool things out here. But, no, we uh, the Celebrity Challenge, one of the toughest uh, events to put together that we host here. we got Reggie Bush, Bryce Butler, Jimmy Rollins, uh, Golden Tate all coming out. That that surprises me. It's kind of a small wow factor that guys like that of that sta- uh, stature want to come out and not only support the event but interact with our fans, have a good time. And so it just brings a different level of care and awareness and, and fun to the event. Reggie Bush, man, give that man his Heisman back. <laughs> Seriously. Right, look, can you make us? We can make signs. We have signs out there. I think we should make a give the man his damn Heisman back. I think he would appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah. No doubt. All right, Jeff. Uh, before we let you go. You know, this is a, kind of an ongoing joke here on Spears and Dolly regarding John Daly. So let's say you and John Daly are, you know, out on the town, having, you know, some, some beverages, and you guys are like, hey, man, I'm just ready to have some, some greasy food. I'm ready to call it a night. And he says, all right, I'm going to go on Uber Eats, and I'm going to order $400 worth of Taco Bell. 
What is uh, in your Taco Bell order? What are you ordering from John Daly? That's easy. Cheesy Gordita Crunch and Baja Chalupa Supreme. <laughs> there it is. All day. And yeah. that probably cost you six bucks. Oh, yeah. $400. The other $394 are all you, all you John. <laughs> Only if he serenades me with a guitar afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he comes down here. He plays the guitar. He's a... Uh, Everything, John Daly, what you see is what you get. And he's just, he's beautiful, man. Just the, the most humble, loving guy. We're, we're, I don't know. I, Jeff agrees. We are just pleased as hell to have him down here every year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the other thing that kind of exceeded my expectations, Jeff, is like all of these guys, they're legends of golf. They are such cool people. They are so engaging. They're so good with the fans. And if you really want fan interaction, you really want to get up and close with players and uh, see a golf tournament, not like the Wasted Management Open, right, where there's hundreds of thousands of people there and more plastic uh, in the crowd than a Corvette factory. No, this is for the people. So come on down here and, and check out some Legends of Golf. No, Ollie's right. These guys, they want to give back. They get it. I mean, they've been on tour for 30, 40 50 years some of these guys and so they interact with our fans they go to some of our private parties they interact with our clients i mean it's one of the coolest front row experiences you could ever have i played golf with david frost yesterday he fixed my swing seriously like <laughs> so you think holes. so you think no he did he did and he put it in baseball terms from south africa he put it in baseball terms and i'm like you know what that makes sense to me <laughs> aim towards first go to second not to third Wow. And I, Good tip. My game uh, exponentially got better. Interesting. From a guy from South Africa. From South Africa. Not who, like cricket. Who owns vineyards. No, and he told me all about the winemaking process, too. Fascinating. These guys are fascinating, man. Most I, interesting men in the world. They, a lot of them are. Jeff Hill, Tucson Conquistadors Executive Director, joining Spears and Ali live at Omni Tucson National. Uh, Jeff, congratulations Thank so you. far on year one as Executive Director of the Conquistadors and looking forward to Many big things for you guys. Yeah, thanks for having us out. Absolutely. I look forward to a great weekend. We have great weather ahead, so appreciate it. Oh, uh, th- thank you for hosting s- us, man. Stick around all weekend. Uh, we're going to, Not no to doubt. Not to put you on the spot, but where can people get tickets? You go to colorguardclassic.com or rocqfest.com if you want to go to the concert. Chase Maybe Rice, right? Chase Rice and Chase Beckham. We have a couple local artists opening up for him, too, so yeah. it's going to be a banger. It's going to be a great time. Yeah. Chase times, too. All going down here at Omni Tucson National Golf Resort for the Kologar Classic. Jeff, appreciate your time, man. Thank you. Thanks, guys. All right, don't go anywhere. More Spears and Ali coming up next. Spears. Justin Spears, I like that. And Ali. I want to be entertaining, but I'm not stupid enough to compare myself to Ali. We'll be right back on 1490 AM ESPN Tucson. Are you coming out of Spears and Ali live on ESPN Radio? Yeah, we got a guest who's ready to go. He's like, I'm, I'm ready to dive into the hard-hitting questions. He is. So my hard-hitting question for Josh Robinson, the former executive director of the Conquistadors. No, he's the for, he's the past tournament past chairman. Past tournament chairman, excuse yes, me. Yes. It's all good. Excuse me, my misinformation. Ali Farhang, he wrote it down. I think he was a, a few too many drinks in on his birthday. Possibly. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I'm 52. I heard it was his birthday today. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, Thank you, brother. I love it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm the so, one who knows all the I, – I can keep things straight in my head. And yes. And I'm lubricated. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. So former tournament chairman uh, Josh Robinson joining us here. And, Josh, you know, we spoke to you on the show many times about the, the Kologar Classic and everything that goes into it. Now that you've been able to, I guess, maybe take a step back and – look at it from another perspective what stands out to you just about this event and everything that goes into it yeah first of all just thanks for having me on um i'm a huge fan i tell ali i love listening to you guys i think you guys are the best show in town thank you man. i mean that a lot thank like you. it's amazing 
Um, yeah, I think for us, you know, I, this is my ninth year, uh, and we've been partnering with the Champions Tour uh, to put together what I think is one of the best events in Tucson outside of the Arizona Bowl. You know, they can, you know, we love our children equally. equally That's right. right? Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So it's all uh, good. The beauty of what happens is you have a group of people that come together uh, that are all volunteers that put in a ton of effort, that put in a ton of time uh, to bring this thing to life and host and showcase Tucson and ultimately raise money to give back to the to the kids. And uh, we are proud of what we do. Um, we have so many stories. I actually had a caddy on my group yesterday in the Pro-Am who was grow up in the first tee, who golf has taught him all kinds of life skills. Those are all things that we promote and we focus on. And here he is. He's 18. He's got a, a degree. He's going to go to Rollins College in Florida. His name's wow. Beckett. And uh, just a great kid. And the, being out here with him yesterday uh, as a caddy, um, it's just a reminder of, you know, what we're doing. And it's super, super exciting. You know, Josh, when I talk about events like this, the Arizona Bowl, I talk about it's about more than just a football game. It's about more than just a golf tournament. And you just hit on something that I want you to expound upon is that, there is much more about the Collegar Classic, this tournament, that affects our community in a positive way, whether it's first tee and how we support local youth sports. Can you kind of elaborate on that a little bit? Sure. So I think, um, you know, one of the unique things that we don't probably do a great job of sharing with the community is telling them about all the different things that we get involved in. Um, we have a really unique process. We have a group of people that get together once a month. Uh, we get we review different requests that come in, whether it's something as small as, you know, little league uniforms to as big as, uh, hey, we need uh, $50,000 to replace a gymnasium floor. Um, and we evaluate all those and we do whatever we can to make sure that those things are possible. Um, but no, really nothing's too small and nothing's really that big. Sometimes the bigger ones obviously can be challenging. Um, but the group of guys that get together, you know, they take it to heart and we get to know what the needs are. And we vet that process, and then we're able to fund most of the requests that come in, but largely due to what happens during this week. Uh, that's really our only revenue stream is the Colgard Classic. So this really unlocks those year-round you know, opportunities to give money away. Uh, but it, like I said, it can be small to big, and you know, we've watched late, a lot of lives be impacted by um, really what the people of Tucson come out and support, by supporting this. You know, I've, I've noticed over the the last several years that, man, the entertainment factor that goes along with the Kologar Classic is pretty top-notch. I mean, you look at all the concerts that's yeah. been taking place. When did that start becoming a thing? Because I feel like when the Kologar Classic first started, of course it was about awareness for colorectal cancer. Of course it was about the golf. But with the concerts and all that, man, that just adds a whole other dimension to it. Yeah, I think what we're trying to do is, you know, put on, you know, as much – uh, events that will draw different fans um, and the concert started this will be our fourth I think it's our fourth one uh, we didn't have one during the COVID year uh, but it's it really helps us get into maybe a little bit different demographic uh, maybe not a golf fan but a way for somebody to come out enjoy the grounds be outside it can be a little chilly like today yeah uh, but you also get a chance to come outside see a beautiful golf course and then start to understand what we do yeah. And it, they, you know, it just gives us that little bit more exposure and awareness. And so the concert piece for us has been fun. And even like today, we've got, you know, two days of pro-ams that, uh, that you guys, have, I'm sure, have already talked about. But we'll have some live music in here. Our whole idea is let's make sure people have a good time so that they ultimately want to continue to be partners with us and 
um, you know, really look for that repeat business, essentially. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things with the concert, it's one of our uh, Conquistador Brothers, Paige Rep. And Paige is also the guy that puts on the Dusk Music Festival in downtown Tucson. So you, you've got the best of the best right. putting these things on, and they're all first class. And that's what I was, you know, talking with you guys about and, and, and alluding to with Josh is it's about more than just golf. It's an event. That's right. Right? Yeah. And it, and it uh, supports our community in so many ways. So many ways that Josh is right. We don't talk about enough, but we're working on that, right, Josh? That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And well, then, by you guys just being out here. I mean, yeah. hopefully some of your listeners, you know, are you know, they may hear one or two things, right? Or we reach five guys or people that might like, hey, I'm going to go out even if I'm not a huge golf fan. Like, let me go see what this is about. I think that these are ways we can do that. And, of course, you get to see the champions. Too. Yeah, like, absolutely. You get to see, you know, some some legends out here. You bet. Who are some, uh, some names that you'll be following around this week? Uh, Ollie can attest. I'm a big John Daly fan. So yeah. uh, BFFs. Yeah, those two guys. <laughs> so J- so JD's out. He's a, he just had his left knee replaced. Uh, so we're his first event uh, for this season. He's not quite 100 percent, but he wanted to get out here. He's always been a big supporter of what we do, and so he helps us draw more fans. So uh, John's fun. He's got a big heart. Um, you know, he's a, a cancer survivor himself. So as a matter of fact, tonight as another kind of one-off. We're hosting an event um, right here on 16 Green for a bunch of the colon cancer survivors. There'll be about 200 of them for a little happy hour. And John will come up and some of the other pro golfers will come up and actually, you know, hang out and meet some of these people. And it's just a way for us to show kind of, again, what our relationship with the tour and with our title sponsor means for us. And then the pros can come out and appreciate them and honor them as well. When people ask me what is peak male athletic performance, I show them a picture of John Daly. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So so we actually asked uh, Jeff this uh, in the previous segment. I'm going to ask you this, Josh. Sure. So you're out on the town with John Daly. You have a, a couple of drinks, right? You're feeling pretty good about yourself. John Daly says, hey, Josh, I'm about to put in this Uber Eats order for Taco Bell, and it's going to be over $400. What are you ordering? Chalupas. A lot of chalupas. A lot of chalupas. <laughs> like, what, what's your max? Are you, like, trying Shoot, to, to, to flex on John Daly? Like, no, All right, let me, there's let no me, chance. Let me make myself sick and eat no. eight chalupas. I might actually start, like, I'm I'm kind of, like, a simple bean and cheese. So I might do a couple bean and cheese burrows. Sure. And then maybe, like, three to four chalupas. There's a big variable there. You said a couple of drinks. So whatever yeah, a couple of drinks exactly. means is going to have a, a direct <laughs> relationship with to the his amount order. of food. Yeah, yes. yeah. That is probably an accurate That's statement. a very good point, yes. <laughs> so uh, if I can, I'll tell you a fun John Daly story. Please. Our, the way, one of the, my first years being out here that I got a chance to meet him, um, he was up here in our big entertainment venue that we're standing in now, and uh, he needed a ride back to his casita, and I was uh, one of the rookies at the time, and I got tabbed to take him back with his wife in my little golf cart and get him all set up. And he's like, hey, are you hungry? When we when I got back down to his, his room, I was like, well, I actually am. Like, I hadn't had any dinner. He's like, he's like, I got a little kitchen in here. Like, let me whip us up something. And that's the kind of guy he is, first of all. So we go wow. in, and next thing you know, he's making me uh, fried bologna, grilled cheese, some oh. version with a lot of mustard, and we crushed like uh, two or three bolo- fried bologna sandwiches. So that was like my original like time with John, and then we've kind of bonded since then. Now we're buddies. We text, we call. It's pretty, pretty fun. That's amazing. Yeah, it was, it's, it's a fun story. Best fried bologna sandwich ever. For oh, sure. for sure. Absolutely. Never forget that. <laughs> Absolutely. But no, I mean, it, look, 
there's so many great players out here. All the guys, the guys on the Champions Tour have had this whole like experience and career, and I think they're at a position where they're just very appreciative of having the chance to still play pro golf. Yeah. And they're really good, but they spend a lot of time with our fans. These pro am experiences. All they got to play yesterday. I mean. It's just a really unique thing, and the regular tour doesn't offer that. I mean, yep. they really don't have the time to do it, but that's, I think, what really puts us in a unique position. Like, you don't have that kind of sporting experience, really, at any level or any sport, where you're kind of one-on-one engaging with a lot of these pros that have amazing stories. You yeah. Know? John, you know, winning in St. Andrews, and he'll tell stories about, you know, the Open, right? All these things that happen, and Bernard Longer, who's, you know, posting these crazy numbers at the age of, 65 i think he is. yeah and it's just it's amazing when you really think about that kind of a unique relationship to professional sports but in a way where you go out and golf or hang out with them and have a have a beer or two and they're telling you these amazing stories i just think it's a pretty special opportunity oh, yeah. and hopefully some of your listeners will think about us next year and this is a good way to support tucson but also have this amazing you know sporting experience that really again is i don't think there's really anything like it absolutely so go to KoligarClassic.com, get your tickets today, yeah. Yeah. come out to this event. Absolutely. And we have the former chairman of the tournament, Josh Robinson, joining Spears and Ali on ESPN Radio. Josh, thanks for stopping yeah, by the tent, Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, he's got his name tag on. So when you guys come out here, you see Josh, just shake his hand and say, hey, thanks for all you do for Tucson. Same to go for Ali, too. Can well, I give him a hug? You can give yes, him a hug, please. too. Okay. You can <laughs> give him a hug. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, guys. And th- thanks thanks on, again guys. for being on here. Appreciate Thank you, man. All right, coming up next, we're going to talk about Arizona versus USC tonight in L.A. Stay tuned. You need some so. Goodwill hunting Robin Williams action right now. 100%. It's not your fault. 100%. No, Justin, it's not your fault. Thank you. No, Justin, give me a hug. It's not your fault. Is this a Goodwill hunting reference? Yes. I've never seen Goodwill hunting. Oh, my God. <laughs> Somebody just offered me 50 bucks for my hat, and I'm like, nope. You don't get to wear a Conquistador hat unless you're in the Conquistadors. Welcome back to Spears and Ali on ESPN Tucson. Yeah. Somebody offered you money for your hat? Oh, yep, yeah, 60 bucks. And they're like, hey, I'll give you 60 bucks for that hat. I'm like, man, you want to wear this hat, then... Uh, you got to earn it. You got to be part of something that contributes to the community. You got to put the time in. There's guys, you know, we have like a cart, a bunch of cart, a cart barn out there with the snow. It all fell over. And we had all our guys, one, two, three o'clock in the morning, fixing a cart barn. You want a conquistador hat? That's what you got to be doing. I wasn't there, but I heard those stories. <laughs> <laughs> but I know people did it. <laughs> I would have helped if I was there. If I was there, I was asleep. Yeah, but you know, I, I was a rookie three years ago. That was, that's a, that was another time. Um, man, we're having a great time out here at Omni Tucson National Resort, Spears and Ali. We're set up on the 19th hole here at the Coligard Classic, and our Coligard Classic broadcast is presented by Chicanos por la Causa, and got to put some emphasis on that, baby. Yeah, man, use a little a little bit of uh, energy when, Absolutely. You, when you're speaking Spanish. Absolutely, man. And uh, we had uh, a couple of guys uh, stop by and talk about what's going on with the Coligard Classic. Make sure you go to coligardclassic.com for tickets and information on this week's event. All right, Ali, now let's talk some hoops. Tonight, the Arizona men's basketball team taking on the USC Trojans in Los Angeles. Now, we all know what happened last time. Arizona played a basketball game. Crazy ending. But now Arizona turns their attention to a hungry USC team. Because when you talk about NCAA tournament teams, I feel like it's UCLA, Arizona, and the conversation stops there. At least from the national perspective which is kind of messed up because 
I think ASU, yes, they've been Jekyll and Hyde. I think they have a solid enough resume to get into the NCAA tournament. I still say the same about USC. And I think with the final week of the regular season, you know, ASU, they want to maybe get a win or two in Los Angeles. But USC, going into the Pac-12 tournament, I'm sure they would love nothing more than to beat the Arizona Wildcats and put that feather in their cap and bolster their resume. And Arizona beat USC earlier this season, so there's some familiarity there. I don't think USC and their guards, uh, Boogie Ellis and Drew Peterson, I don't think uh, those guys are going to shoot 7 for 25 from the field. So we're going to see a different USC team. I think Kobe Johnson will step up big time tonight. I don't know, Ali. I I have a feeling that this is going to be a grinded-out game. However... Arizona does not lose twice under Tommy Lloyd. In a row. They don't lose two games in a row un- under Tommy Lloyd. So I, I think uh, tonight certainly bodes well for the Arizona Wildcats. Yeah, I mean, look, you Arizona, by, if they haven't figured it out by now, they they're, they, they better. Uh, they're going to get the best game out of a team like USC, who's desperate for a Tier 1 win to help them uh, bolster their resume to go to the tournament. And so, yeah, at home at the Galen Center in Los Angeles, USC is going to bring everything they possibly have. And Arizona's got to be able to not only sustain that emotion or, like, stave it off, but then when the time comes, which they didn't do against ASU when they're up 10 with 4.33 to go, to, to put them away. And, um, or as Tommy Lloyd calls, winning time. Winning time. Uh, and they have done it. I mean, they're 24-5, and five, man. They're 13 and five in the Pac-12. They've got big games and uh, big wins against uh, a lot of you know tier one teams. Arizona brings its A game, doesn't turn the ball over, plays the kind of defense it can, and moves the ball around on offense. They should be okay. And uh, you know Drew Peterman or Peterson, the sausage king of uh, Chicago, he uh, <laughs> he hasn't had a good game against Arizona in two years. So so you know hopefully that can continue. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually pretty solid. Yeah. The sausage cake of Chicago. Yeah, that's for all you Ferris Bueller fa- uh, fans out there. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, but all right, I'll, going back to the last time Arizona played against USC, uh, one important thing happened, Ali, and it could have changed the impact of Arizona season. It because did. when Arizona was playing USC, they were coming off a loss. Something had to give. Something needed to be changed. What was it going to be? You know, a lot of people thought maybe you move up Kylan Boswell into the starting lineup. Maybe do you tweak Kirk Kreese's role a little bit. People were trying to figure out what needed to be done to the starting lineup. And Tommy Lloyd was like, well, how about we take the Pac-12 sixth man of the year, have him come off the bench, and have our graduate transfer energizer bunny in Cedric Henderson. Why not put him in the starting lineup? Bam, and look what it's done to Arizona ever since then. Now, they've had you know, a couple of head scratchers, right? The, the game against Stanford, that was just a dud of a game, yeah. right? I just, I just chalked it up as a, a one-off game. ASU game, crazy ending, right? 60-foot court shock. I mean, we're going to be replaying that video for a long time. <laughs> Not we, you. <laughs> ASU fans. Yeah. Um, but when you exclude those two things, I think Arizona's been pretty solid with Pella Larson coming off the bench and Cedric Henderson in the lineup, in the starting lineup. And what's very noticeable about their level of play, you have Pella Larson taking charges. And both those guys, they're getting to the rim, right? We're not, you know, talking about their 
crazy three-point stats. Oh man, they're just they're you know absolute certified buckets. They're finding crafty, unique ways to cut, to drive, and get to the rim, draw contact. I mean, what was that one game where Pella Larson finished in double figures and he only took two shot attempts? Yeah. So they're very um, a word that you use often, astute. Yeah. They're they're you what you find uh, certain ways to turn it into your advantage. And Pella Larson realized, well, they're giving up the middle. They're n- they're not stopping us from getting to the rim. We're we're going to keep doing this all day long. Yeah. And it's been impactful for Arizona. It has, man. And the reason, I mean, let me ask you this before I make my point. What was first half, maybe a little bit more of the first half of the season, what was the number one question we were asking about the Arizona men's basketball team? Wasn't it their backcourt? It was. It was, right? I mean, it was Dubell's new Marbala. We knew what those guys could do. So, the, What about the other guys? So the last, I would say, what, three games, four games, Azulis Tabellas and Umar Balo against ASU were in foul trouble. The guards have been playing great. So those guys stay out of foul trouble, and they play their game from the front court perspective. The, the move of Cedric Henderson to the starting lineup and Pella Larson to the bench was brilliant. And the backcourt keeps playing the way it's playing. It's a recipe for a lot of success and why I'm – very confident, and I'm going to put my money where my mouth is, that Arizona is going to do just fine tonight. So a little uh, injury update here. Uh, Umar Balo was held out of practice on Wednesday, yesterday. Yeah. He's going, going to be fine tonight. He's still going to be play, but he was limited in practice this week. Uh, got banged up against ASU. And we, we all know how you feel about Sparky for mocking Arizona and Umar Balo's injury. Look, very, anybody. very... Anybody, T- tasteless. Anybody goes Very down senseless. with an injury and you mock them, you're yeah. a clown. And yep. that's why I'm like, you know what? I don't really care if Wilbur the Wildcat goes to Tempe. I don't care. Sparky needs to not come to Tucson for a period of time, and University of Arizona needs to make a point of, you know what? We compete against Arizona State on the playing field, on the court, even though they're one of our state institutions with us. But what we do, it we do it in a dignified and classy way. And when you come down and you act like that, that is not either quali- uh, dignified or classy, and it needs there needs to be an accounting for it. Yeah. And so for any of you that know people at University of Arizona Athletics, I do. I'm all in right now. One-year ban of Sparky because that was a that was a clown amateur hour move, and you never mock somebody's injury, ever. Mm-hmm. Wholeheartedly agree. But unfortunately for Arizona, Umar Balo is dealing with that injury. So he was limited in practice this week, but he's going to play tonight. Uh, but, but if Umar Balo but, but comes out tonight with the big knee pads, you know, like the 70s big man in basketball, like the big knee pads and the socks rolled up, man. Can he can he use that to his advantage? Like really kind of hold off defenders with that with that leg? Dude, if I saw Umar Balo like a club come in out football? In a, come out in a game with big knee pads, I think I would be like, okay. Empty the bank account. I'm betting on Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) Cat's money line. Hit it. (laughs) All right. Coming up next on Spears and Ali, uh, we are giving away a pair of tickets to go see NASCAR later on this month. So if you want some tickets to NASCAR, which I think includes uh, two, what was it, infield? Infield passes. Infield passes. Yeah, and there's there's quite a party going on in the infield. Um, Akin to what's happening here in the, uh, at the Omni National Resort if for the Collegar Classic. So, Except for it's a really big infield of 18 holes. <laughs> <laughs> a really big infield. Really, yeah. Get your steps in. Uh, all right. So if you want those tickets, stay tuned because we're giving away a pair coming up next. 
Spears. Justin Spears, I like that. And Ali. I want to be entertaining, but I'm not stupid enough to compare myself to Ali. We'll be right back on 1490 AM ESPN Tucson. <laughs> uh, we got a, a star in our midst. We got one of the best of the best of the Tucson community, Kenny Kowalczyk. Kenny Kowalczyk Ken. is our guy doing great things at the uh, flag sh- flagship station of the Wildcats. And if uh, Debbie Wagner's listening, he is uh, trying to woo us over, so we may need to re- renegotiate. A huge race. He's- yeah, I know. She does. She does. So, no, we'll talk later. Kenny, you're the best, man. Thank you, Ken. Those guys do so much for the community. Kenny does so much for the community, and I got to know him coaching uh, the Foothills Chargers when our kids were nine and eight years old. Go and Chargers. It's a, it's a friendship that I cherish, and uh, I'm very appreciative of. Appreciative of you, my friend. Happy birthday to you. Likewise. Thank you, my man. I really appreciate it. You've been very uh, generous with your birthday praises today. Come on, man. It's, it's Ali Day. It's 3-2. Oh, no. I know, man. Yeah, Magic Day. Franco Day. Franco Day. My birthday. It's the best, That's man. It's supposed to be. And Will Chamberlain scored 100 points on this day. I don't know if you Allegedly. Know. <laughs> Allegedly he scored 100 points. No, he did. He did. He did. He did. Will, Will Chamberlain was an absolute specimen back in that time. So I, I can believe that Will scored 100. He did. All right. Now it's time to give away tickets to go see NASCAR Xfinity Series in Phoenix next Saturday, March 11th. You want a couple of tickets? You want some... Uh, Infield tickets as well. Going to have a good time out there. Call in at 719-1490. 719-1490. Caller 4. Because we're at a golf tournament, right, Ali? Right now? Yeah. Yeah. Four. Got to yell that out. Yeah. So Caller 4 will get those tickets to go see NASCAR. 719-1490. 719-1490. Get those tickets today. And then uh, we have one more hour left of uh, Spears and Ali. We'll discuss more Arizona versus USC basketball tonight at the Galen Center. Let's see if uh, the Arizona Wildcats can right their wrongs. Coming off a loss against ASU, got a big one tonight against the USC Trojans. But on the other side, you know, USC, they're fighting for Pac-12 tournament first round bye. They're also uh, fighting for an NCAA tournament bid. So they're fighting for a lot right now, and they would want nothing more than to beat the Arizona Wildcats to really bolster that resume. So Arizona, they're going to be fighting against a very hungry USC Trojans basketball team. Uh, We'll get into all of the the details surrounding that game uh, coming up at the the top of the 5 o'clock hour. But uh, some unfortunate news from Las Vegas earlier today. The Arizona women's basketball team, they're... Vegas trip has been cut short because they lost to UCLA 73-59 to in that 4-5 game at the Mandalay Bay in the, the quarterfinal round of the Pac-12 tournament. The Wildcats losing to the Bruins by 14 points. And we all remember the last time Arizona played against UCLA in Poly Pavilion. Unbelievable game. Uh, Shayna Pellington was amazing. She was. Uh, she stepped up big time in that ball game. Tonight, got into foul trouble, had four personal fouls, uh, played 27 minutes, and scored 10 points on four for 11 shooting. So not the greatest game by Shannon Pellington, and the Arizona Wildcats fall short. Just a, a tough way to enter the NCAA tournament for Adia Barnes Club because you felt like, man, they're starting to, to turn a corner, right? You beat Utah at home. You beat Colorado. You get a couple of 
or ranked wins under your belt, you feel good about yourself, and then you step away from a Kale Center. You go on the road in a true road environment. Then you go to Las Vegas, you play against a tough UCLA team, and you come up empty-handed. Could have been so important for them to get one or two wins during that three-game stretch. Instead, they go over. So very tough for Adia Barnes. Yeah, you know, the only thing it's really going to impact is hosting the first round at McHale, and we'll see. It's going to be really close still. But I think, in a way, maybe this is all a blessing in disguise. This team, I think, needs a just a little mental uh, break. And uh, losing in the, in, the, in the first round against UCLA, maybe they are able to – to get that break, refresh themselves mentally as well as physically, and really put their uh, best foot forward in the tournament. Yeah, because uh, they're, they're banged up, too. Shana Pellington dealing with some injuries as well. Yeah, she got injured um, against Utah and yeah. gutted that one out, right? So yeah. people don't talk about uh, what effect that had on Arizona moving forward. And Helena Pueyo, uh, she didn't uh, have her best game in 29 minutes. Uh, she only took one shot attempt and got into foul trouble as well. And, of course, uh, in the last game, I think it was against Oregon State, uh, she had to lead the game because she had to get stitches. Yeah, uh, cause that's right. <laughs> some player ran right into her and, and cut open her face, so she had to go get all that stitched up. So this team's hurting right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I agree with you, Ollie. I think this little break could be good for them in the long term. All right, that'll do it for... Happy birthday to me. You agreed with me. Hour number two. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> and you listen to me. That's two for two. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Happy birthday. <laughs> All right, hour number three coming up next. Let's talk Arizona versus USC tonight in Los Angeles. Hey, if you want to join the show, 719-1490 is that phone number. Stay tuned. More Spears and Ali coming up next.